What is good, y'all? It's your boy Big Smarts back at you with another episode of the Big Smarts Show. As always, go follow me on social media. My handle is at Biggie Smarts. That's at B I G G I E underscore S M O R E S. You can find me on Instagram, Snapchat, and Twitter there. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for giving me feedback. Big shout out to my boy Joe Simon for. Um, commenting and giving his opinion on what the NFL should do about their refing situation here. Um, big shout out to Joe though. Um, also shout out to my, my boy Miggy Miggins. Um, and the boy Big Billy Billamacki who just kind of disappeared from the face of the earth. So uh, hopefully he listens to this and he hears that. Um, so this week's episode, we probably won't have as much uh, sneaker talk. There really isn't a ton of stuff in the sneaker world I really want to talk about. Um, I'm going to talk about the Bears a lot. Um, this Sunday was very, very difficult. Um, so... We're going to get into that a little bit later. Um, Make sure, though, that if you're a guy from the Midwest, or actually, really, if you're from anywhere, um, and you kind of want to learn about the Midwest and kind of how we do things, make sure you go check out Midwestern Gentlemen. Um, Their stuff is dope. Um... They have a lot of really good content on there. Uh, make sure you follow them on Instagram too, and like their page on Facebook. They are, um, they're really, really, really good dudes that kind of just travel around um, when they can and highlight, you know, kind of this Midwestern lifestyle, um, and uh mostly the Great Lakes area, but, I mean, it's it's a lot of really cool stuff. Um, make sure you go check them out. Um, as always, they're great dudes, like I said. Um, now let's, uh, now let's get into that Bears talk. Guys, I know I say it at the beginning and the end of every single episode, but please go follow me on social media. My handle is at Biggie S'mores. That's at B-I-G-G-I-E underscore S-M-O-R-E-S. Please go follow me. Uh, give me feedback on the podcast, man. Let me know what you like. Let me know what you don't like. Give me suggestions. Everything helps. Every little bit helps. I'm doing this for the people, man. So let me know what you like. Let me know what you don't. Let me know if you want to be on an episode. I might let you come on. I don't know. You guys, thank you for always listening. Thank you for always supporting. Thank you for the people that do give me feedback. I truly, truly appreciate it. It means the world to me. Thank you so much, guys. Now back to the pod. Yeah, so uh, Sunday was... Pretty miserable being a Bears fan. Um, 
It's a really, really tough game to watch. You know, the offense couldn't get anything together at all. Um, and honestly, it wasn't that our defense, you know, our, our defense gave three and a half really, really solid quarters. But, I mean, shit, when you're on the field for that long, like, you're going to be gassed out. I mean, it's just, it's it's embarrassing how inept that offense is. Um, and the thing is, like, you know, you got uh, Trubisky finished the game 34 of 34-54 and for 251 yards, two touchdowns. But it was like, you got to be kidding me. You're going to drop back and throw 54 times for one thing. We only ran the ball seven times. What the hell's the point in drafting a running back when you're only going to run the ball seven times? Um, it's just, it's, it's pathetic. It's absolutely pathetic. Either Nagy's really got to get his head out of his ass, or he's got to hand the play calling off to somebody else. I mean, seriously. I understand that a lot of that game you're behind, but there is literally no point in only running the ball seven times. When you're running such a predictable offense, how the hell are you ever going to get ahead? And I ain't I ain't taking this blame off Mitch. Um, Mitch can't hit a wide open receiver. It's it's infuriating. It's Rex Grossman all over again. It's I I can't even put into words like how over I am having a shitty inept offense and a great defense. I mean I I, I get it. I love having that, that great defense. I mean I would I love being able to shut guys down. I love being able to shut teams down. But that defense spent so much time on the field Sunday because the offense couldn't even get a goddamn first down. I mean, and I mean, my, my overreaction Sunday night was, was bad. You know, I said I'd given up on Mitch and all this and that. I'd, I've given up on the thought that Mitch is going to actually be an elite quarterback, yes. Um, I think he can be a game manager to the point, though, that, you know, the Bears can make a deep playoff run. Um, as long as he can be smart with the ball, um, he should have been, there was at least twice he should have been picked off. Though, um, there was... I don't mind having him run the read option and things like that. And we I felt like we relied on it too much last year. But the thing is we haven't gone to it that much this year. And when we have, Mitch has made the wrong decision. Like it's been so frustrating. Um you know, when he's missing a wide open guy. I mean, literally, he has guys that are just running hooks. So you have a, a receiver basically standing still. You don't even have to hit him in stride. 
and he's missing these guys. And it's like, I mean, it's basic, it's a basic quarterbacking. Like, it's so frustrating. And the thing is, like, that game should have been so winnable with Breeze being out, with Cooks being out, with Camaro being out. Like, we should have won that game, no question. No question about it. We should have won that game. But, you know, for one thing, it was it was tough to start that game off with that block punt. But you can't blame it on that. I mean, we you, at some point, man, you got to get the momentum back in your hands. And... A lot of times our defense does that for us, but like I said, you know, you have your defense out there for so damn long. How can they, you know, I mean, these guys are gassed. These guys are absolutely gassed by the third quarter, and it's like, it was like watching, um, it was like watching London all over again. Like, um, but uh, back to that blocked punt. Shout out to Pat O'Donnell for being smart. It's going to be a safety either way. So, might as well smack it out the back to prevent anything bigger from happening. I like that. That was smart. Um, but, man, it's just... I don't know. I, it, it, like I said, it's another really, really frustrating, infuriating year, I think. Um, but... To be positive, we started off three and three last year too, and we went nine and one in the last ten games. So hopefully, we can have that kind of magic again. Um, I really, really hope so. But it all depends on that play calling, and it all depends on how Mitch is going to do. And God, am I sick of having to say it all? It's all going to depend on how our quarterback's going to do. I said that every year throughout Cutler's years. Every single year I'd be like, oh, it all depends how Cutty's going to do. And it's just it's so frustrating to have to do that. Um, honestly, I didn't see any other game. Um, I, I watched a little bit of the Philadelphia-Dallas game, but not much. Um, Philly getting just destroyed by Dallas. That was that's kind of embarrassing. And it, I mean, a lot of t- a lot of times that's how division games will go. Sometimes, you know, when you know a team so well, things like that are going to happen. But I'm, it's demoralizing for that fan base. We know that, and who knows if they're, you know, who knows if Philly's going to even be able to, you know, make the playoffs now. But. Yeah, and the NBA is back now, which I've been real excited about. Um, haven't I haven't had a chance to watch a game yet, but like I said, I'm I'm pretty excited that the NBA is back. Um, with all the shifting and all the changing, and all of that that's happened, um, in this off season, I'm really curious to see how this year is going to end up shaping out. I mean, you had Kyrie drop fifty last night. Um, they said it's the first time any players ever dropped 50 in their debut with a team. Um, and then he, uh, he also joins Michael Jordan as 
only the second player ever to have 50 points in a game with zero turnovers, which is insane to think about. Um, yeah, I the NBA has got me real curious this year because um, we don't have Golden. Well, I mean, I, I shouldn't say we don't have Golden State, but I mean, Clay Thompson's not supposed to play at all this year. Um, obviously, KD injured, but he went to Brooklyn. Um, yeah, it's it's going to be interesting to see how everything shapes out. I, I'm really curious to see how Houston's going to be with Harden and Westbrook. Um, it's just it's it's crazy. Um, it's crazy how things are shaping up. I mean, the the Clippers beat the Lakers on opening night and. I heard on ESPN Radio actually that the Clippers are twenty six and ten. These what the stat was against the Lakers in this decade, which is mind blowing. It's actually uh, they have the best record against the Lakers of any team in this decade. Um, that's pretty nuts, man. Um, but anyway, there's a little bit of sports talk for you. Let's get into our sneaker news and notes here. Alright, let's kick off a little bit of sneaker talk here. Um, the first thing is actually about Puma, who I don't talk a ton about. But Marcus Smart just signed with Puma. And like I said, normally I wouldn't really talk about it too much. Like I didn't bring up Kuzma signing with Puma or anything like that. But when he signed with Puma, um, when I was reading on Kicks on Fire, they actually have a crazy roster of... NBA guys, um, and, uh, and a few, uh, WNBA, uh, women, um, they have a team of Kyle Kuzma, RJ Barrett, Terry Rozier, uh, Kevin Knox, Zaheer Smith, DeMarcus Cousins, Rudy Gay, Danny Green, Skylar Diggins-Smith, uh, Jackie Young, Katie Lou Samuelson, DeAndre Ayton, uh, Marvin Bagley, Kevin Porter, and Michael Porter Jr. Um, along with Marcus Smart now, which I did not realize that they have that many guys signed already. Like, they are really trying to push their way back into the game, and that's what that's what they need to be doing. Um, actually, I was thinking about this earlier today when I was um, when I was out at. Goodwill, um, I noticed they had a whole bunch of Puma, or I'm um, sorry, a whole bunch of ponies up there, and I was thinking about how many times in the last, you know, 10 years now has Puma, well, really even longer than that, probably in the last 20 years now, um, has Puma, or Pony, uh, tried to make a comeback into kind of relevance. I mean, like dudes like me, when I come across a top star or something like that, I'm going to want to buy it. I like, I like classic kicks. I like basic stuff. Um, you know, like I'm I've always been a big fan of like superstars and I love air force ones, even though I'm going to get into that in a little bit. Um, but man, 
how many times have they tried to get back into relevancy and failed? I remember, I think it was the two thousand. It had to have been like two thousand seven, two thousand eight, when they signed Wilson Chandler and tried to get back into basketball. But the thing is, like, they didn't push hard enough. You know, they only had Wilson Chandler. They weren't out there trying to trying to even really court other players or anything like that. They had Randy Moss in football. They had Randy Moss rocking pony cleats, but that was it, you know. Um, so it's, uh, it's to me, it's really cool to see Puma back. I love the idea of variety in basketball shoes. Um, and honestly, I just thought that that was a really, really dope point to bring up with you guys is just how big of a roster they actually have now. Um Let's uh let's switch over to a little bit of easy talk here. Um, we have the easy three fifty v two. I guess it's called the Yisrael. I'm not sure how the hell they're saying it. Um, I absolutely love the shoe. <laughs> I know nobody was gonna expect me to say that, but I absolutely love the shoe. It's supposed to be dropping in December. They don't have an official release date. Obviously, retails two twenty on them. These things, I think. I think the reason why I like them so much is they remind me so much of like a a, a Grinch style shoe, which is so it's only fitting that they're dropping in December. Um, they have like a a lime green kind of um, upper. Like it says, it's black and white mesh, but there's it's definitely or I'm not mesh prime knit. Um, but it's, it's definitely got that kind of lime green, light green, uh, tint to it at least. Um, I, like I said, I think these shoes are absolutely dope. This might be the first Yeezy I try and cop. Um, it's, like I said, I, I think, I think it's just like perfect for the holidays. Um, let's move to some, uh, well, let's just, let's just touch on on this here. Um, we have the off-white dunk pack we discussed earlier. There's the three colorways that are coming out. That navy and blue kind of Michigan colorway. There's a white and pine green. Go green, go white. Um, colorway. And then there's a uh, red and gray colorway that... So, we never got an official release date on. Supposedly, it's now going to be uh, December twentieth, and retail will be one seventy on them. Um, like I said, I actually, like like I've said before, um, I actually like these dunks, and I'm not big on the off white stuff, but I do actually like these dunks. Um, so I'm kind of excited about that. We'll see. I, I kind of want to try and get the pine, the pine green pair just because I am a Michigan State guy. Um, but we'll see. Uh, but then, now let's get into some Air Jordan talk. So we got the Air Jordan 12 reverse taxi, which we've talked about before. Um, we have, like, the official Jordan images now. Um, these things have all black upper. Uh, the mud guard on them is... A leather overlay, whereas everywhere else in the shoe is a suede. I'm pretty sure it's a tumbled leather. Um, and then everything else is suede. They have a nice crispy white outsole. 
looking real sharp. Um, then your top two eye stays on them are gold. And then the two, three on the tongue is gold. And the jumpman that's on the tongue and the insole are like a, I want to say they're calling it gem red. I could be wrong about that though. Um, these are dropping on Halloween, 190s retail. I don't really know how I feel about the shoe. I kind of like them at the same time. It's like, it's just another black and white 12 to me. I mean, I don't really think there's anything that's that special about the shoe, but that's just me. Um, and then we got the Air Jordan 1 Clot Collab. Um, they're calling it the Fearless. Um, it's got a kind of white woven nylon upper. It's pretty dope. Um, it, they have like, they have some design on the upper that I'm not quite sure what they're going for. It does look almost a oriental style pattern, but like I said, I don't, I'm not really sure what they're going for with it. Um, and then these things have a bright red outsole. Um, I should, uh, it's not really bright red, I guess. It's just like your standard university red or whatever. Um, these are dropping on December 7th, obviously clot stores um i don't know i don't think there's anything special about these but you know hype beast will flip out about them um there is no given price point on it but i would expect somewhere in the 200 hundred dollar range um the other jordan one i wanted to talk about right now is jordan one fly ease I absolutely love this shoe. I think it's great. I think the idea behind all the Fly E stuff is awesome. Um, so if you didn't know, Fly E's is kind of Nike's branding for... It's all kind of meant for people that have... I don't want to say have disabilities, but it'll have things like... Um, Things that make it difficult for them to get shoes on and things like that. And with the fly shoes, what they do is they incorporate kind of um, zippers and breakaway things and stuff like that. Straps, a lot of straps. Um, just to make it that much easier for that person to be able to, to get their shoes on. So to me, I think it's awesome that they're coming out with Jordan 1 like this. Um, I think it's a very, very important thing because, man... Like, obviously, you know, everybody's different. Um, everybody has, you know, different things. Um, so, I mean, you, you could have somebody who has these difficulties, who's, you know, stuck in a wheelchair or whatever, that um, is still really into sneakers and still really into shoes. So, I think this is cool because they can... Cause it helps out. It helps with that style factor form and things like that. Um, this shoe in particular is kind of that bread colorway, but instead of the black on the toe, uh, or the black in the vamp, it's white. Um, I think it's really dope. They have a strap that goes across the ankle. Uh, you pull that, you take that strap off. There's also a zipper that runs down the side, so basically kind of like the whole upper opens up, so you can just kind of slide your foot into it. Um... Those are going to be dropping for anybody that needs them. Uh, 
And that's the thing too, is like, I, I know it's going to happen, but part of me really hopes that it doesn't. Um, and that these kind of stay for people that are actually going to need them. Um, but you know that the hype will be there. You know that people are going to cop them just to cop them. Um, but those are dropping November 1st for 140. Um, the other thing that I really want to talk about, and I just kind of mentioned it with the, um, Air Force One, is seriously, when did the all-white Air Force One low top just become the shoe for basic bitches? Like, when did that happen? I see so many pairs of all-white low-top Air Force Ones that I don't think I've ever, like, ever in my life, at any point in time, I don't know if I've ever seen this many all-white Air Force Ones. I mean, I would say I see between 5 and 10 people with them on. And the thing is, like, and I mean, I get it. I know not everybody's in the shoes. Not everybody's going to, you know, clean them up. Not everybody's going to break out the toothbrush and the rejuvenator. But I see so many pairs that are just beat to trash. And, you know, these, <laughs> I'm not trying to discriminate, but these basic college girls are always rocking them. And, like, like I love white on whites. I mean, I think I think everybody should at least have one pair of all white Air Force Ones. So I have such a hard time with this. Like, I don't want to break out my white on whites because I don't want to be that basic ass person. Like, <laughs> I don't, I, I don't know, I I don't like it. It's bugging me. It's bugging me deep down that y'all are doing this to me. And I don't know, maybe I'm just the old man in the room here. I don't know, but this drives me nuts. Get back on your chucks already. Get on your basic Adidas shit. Leave my Air Force Ones for me. Everybody talks all this shit about Air Force Ones now. But now, in like the last, the last like, I don't know, like six, seven, eight years, man, people have been talking shit about Air Force Ones. Why are they coming back now, man? Especially these all-white ones, because all-whites are so crispy all the time. It makes me sad. It hurts my soul. This is tough. Man. Um, anyway, now that I, that rant's over and I'm off my, uh, I'm off my soapbox here, um... That's all I really got for some sneaker news and talk. Visit MidwesternGentleman.com to discover what it means to live the Great Lakes good life. Whether it's diving into the Detroit hip-hop scene, profiling up-and-coming distilleries, or just sharing stories of artists throughout the Great Lakes area, MidwesternGentleman.com brings it all to life for you. Visit the .com and search for them on your favorite social media platform, Midwestern Gentleman. Live the Great Lakes good life. Well, that's the show for you guys this week. I really hope you enjoyed it. 
Um, as always, go follow me on social media. My handle is at Biggie S'mores. That's at B-I-G-G-I-E underscore S-M-O-R-E-S. You can go find me on Instagram, Snapchat, and Twitter there. Uh, go like our page on Facebook. It's facebook.com backslash the Biggie S'mores show. Like I said, I post a lot of stuff on that page that I don't talk about in the podcast. So, and you can actually interact with me there too. Um... Shout out to the guys at Midwestern Gentlemen. Shout out uh, Joe Simon. It's at Joe Fofo, I believe. Um, shout out to Maggie and Big Billy Billamacki. Um, as always, shout out to my dude, Jay Money, and um, my boy, Nuggie. Um, thank you guys so much for listening. As I've told you a million times, it means the world to me. Um, I enjoy doing this so much that you guys listening to it makes me feel great. Um, go out there, have yourself a great day, have yourself a great night, live your best life, smile, show other people how much you care, tell other people how much you care. You don't know when things are going to go bad. But things can always get worse. So understand that. Um, You don't know how much longer that you got on this planet. On this rock. So make sure. The people you love know you love them. Make sure the people you appreciate know that you appreciate them. Go out there. Smile. Have a good day. Peace. And much love to you.